Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody you're listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got this radio show man how i got here i really can't explain it only by the grace of god that's all i can really tell you uh i was talking with a buddy the other day and he was telling me he said man uh, he had an interesting philosophy about it he say, uh, you know, you can have dreams and visions. He say, but God, God will never show you what all he has for you. He won't show you all of it because he knows you'll mess it up. And you know what, man? I thought about that, and wow, how true is that? Okay, I know that I got a radio show. I didn't see it. It's just become this major blessing for me. I didn't see it. But if I would have seen it and known when he had planned on giving it to me, I would have messed it up. Because number one, my first question would have been to him, why I got to wait so long? Why don't I go down here and start on the radio now? And then I'll be in radio. And then ta-da, see there God? But see, the thing about God is God don't need your help. Matter of fact, he don't really want it. All he want is you to love him and obey him. If you can do them two things, I think, I think, I could be wrong. I think he'd be really cool with us. So had I known about these blessings that he had for me, I would have messed them up because I would have put my thinking in the figuring process, and that would have jacked it all up. 
That's the first thing I'd ask him, why I got to wait so long. And then if he'd have shown me what I was going to have to do to get it, I would have sure messed that up. Man, I ain't finna do that. I ain't finna do all of that. Wait a minute. I got to go through all of these mishaps in my life so when I get the radio show, I have something to share? Man, why don't I just read a couple books and share that experience with them? No. See, I want you to know what you're talking about. I want you to be transparent. I want people to be able to identify with your struggle and apply their struggle to it and see that they can get over it. See, God never shows you all of it because he know we'll mess it up. I wouldn't have any books. I certainly, please know I would not be the host of Family Feud. Can I tell you that? <laughs> it is amazing, man how God works. And my invitation to everybody today is allow God to work. You know, you can ask him why all you want to, and from time to time, I still do. No good for me, but that old why me, old woe is me, Lord thing, that don't really get it for me. Because when I start asking him why, I'm asking somebody who has a thought process so high above mine that there's no way if he told it to me, I wouldn't even get it. You wouldn't either. I don't care how bright you think you are, man. You just ain't going to get how and why he does it his way. You're not going to understand it. But he has a plan for each and every one of us. And if we adhere to the plan, if we submit ourselves to his will and just say, okay, God, what you want me to do? I am telling you it is the best way to live. Now, you can also do it the way I did it early on. You can just do what you want to do and see how it go from there. And I will tell you from personal experience, it's not going to go good. You know, my wife and I were talking the other day, and she said something with me, and I had to write it down. She said, Steve, you know the funny thing about sin? She says, sin costs you more than you want to pay and causes you to stay longer than you want to stay. <laughs> I asked my wife where she got that from. She said some, some old person told it to her. She says, sin costs you more than you want to pay and causes you to stay longer than you want to stay. That's the problem, man, about doing what you want to do. Because we are all sinners, man, all of us. All of us. Every last one of us are sinners. You will be a sinner until you die. Now, you could be saved by grace, but you're going to be a sinner, man. You are going to make mistakes. You are going to, in your life, knowingly do wrong. I bet you will. I don't know who you think you are. I don't know who you've been listening to, but get this. We are sinners. We were born into a world that is sinful. Now, it's okay. It's okay. It's our world. But we can make the best of it because we can form a relationship with God and we can, and we can go to war with this thing, you know, and we can win. You can actually get over. Being born into this world is not uh, end all, it doesn't mean you're doomed. Nah, man. Because God is available to give you life and not only give you life, but give it to you more abundantly. I have more of an abundant life than I've ever had. If you took away the finances, trust and believe, I have so many things I could tell you that I'm grateful for. For my wife, for my children, man, for my family, for the few friends that I have for the work that I do. 
man, for the respect that some people, that I feel around some people, from the reputation I've earned. Now, I ain't cool with everybody. I got that. I'm cool. I'm, I ain't cool with everybody. Everybody ain't cool with me. Everybody don't like me. Man, get past that right there. I don't care what you do, everybody ain't going to like you. Some people didn't like Jesus. What did he do? What did he do wrong to anybody? Show it to me where he was just out there just messing over folks and you could justify all that happened to him. Just show it to me. But he knew everybody ain't going to like me. I just come to save y'all. You understand? I got you ain't feeling me. You're going to spit on me. You're going to hang me up there. You're going to pierce my side. You're going to do all that to me. When you get through, I still love you. That's, that's a powerful statement, man. God will take care of you. If you form this relationship with him, he has something for you. He has a plan for you that is beyond your imagination. He will give you the desires of your heart, but he also has some stuff in store for you that you're not even asking for, that he is willing to ship to an address that belongs to you as long as you stay on the right path and are trying your best. God will ship you the blessing anyway. Because please know he's done it to me. I'm a living witness to this, that God will ship you blessings and you ain't going to be perfect. But if he know your heart, man, if he know you trying to do better, if he see you trying to change, if he see you trying to get it right, he understands that you're going to stumble all the way through this thing. But if he know your heart and he know you trying to get it right and you doing the best you can, Boy, he'll ship some stuff your way, man. You really be tripping, man. You will really be tripping. Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> man, it's crazy, ain't it? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. For today, we gather on the hallway of justice, on the stairway of neutrality. We are here to say words that don't fit in the sentence. We maniacally and inevitably, dubiously, began the auspiciousness of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, that's vocabulary yes, sir. 101 for people who don't need to try to be something that they ain't. So let's do it this way right here. Hey y'all, what's up? This Steve, how y'all doing this morning? This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. We don't want to crack it. You know what I'm saying? Shirley Strawberry. You understand the assignment, Steve Harvey. Good morning. And the caller of the Pharrell. Uh, uh, good morning, Steve of the Harvey. What's up, crew? Kill Junior Space. Yes, sir. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. Glad to be in the building. Uh-huh. King of Pranks, nephew Tommy. Good morning. Good morning. Well. What up, big dog? Mm-hmm. Steve, you introed us and then was tired. Well, <laughs> well, well a lot. I tried, you know, I try to come up with a new opening every morning, and that one just didn't do it for me. <laughs> that was that cool. just did not do it for me. You know, you know how you do something, you go, well, won't do that again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. But it's over now. It's out there now. You can't take it back. Yeah, well, you know. Sometimes, you know, you ain't got to. Sometimes you just got to admit to your mistakes and get on up and move on. I made a lot of mistakes in my life, publicly, behind the scenes, and came to light. I've done some stuff in public I wish was in the dark. <laughs> but 
What? Hey, let you, me ask you this, huh? Have you, let me ask okay. you this. If you made a mistake, did you ever go laugh at yourself when you was alone? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. This Best universe way to move wasn't on. funny, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that was a big one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't but, laugh about that one later on. At least you know you're human. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'm way past human. <laughs> At least you know that, past human, what were you? <laughs> oh, you I was. Know that. Oh, I was. That was like you know an a alien. monumental <laughs> mistake, and that was an out of body experience. experience. Epic <laughs> fail. Yeah. yeah, but we yeah. all do it, Steve. We all do it. I cut the TV on the other day, and somebody was running the whole thing back. Really, uh, yeah. Mr. Universe? Yeah. Talk about let it go. It was on <laughs> something. They go. ran the whole thing back. Well, but I'm going to tell you, man, I'm going to tell you the dude that really, it was only one dude that really kind of hurt my feelings about the whole thing. Who, who was that and what? And uh, I can't think of his name, but he works. He used to work on CNN. Uh-huh. And what he, he said about me, it bothered me. Uh-huh. Oh. I, let me, as soon as I think his name, I'm going to tell you who it was. I ain't spoke to him since. Well, what did he say? Can you tell us that? Quickly? Oh, man, it's like, how could he do that? This is the worst mistake. I mean, wow. Uh-huh. Go to rehearsal, you know, do your job, you know. I was oh, like, is that rehearsal? Dog. <laughs> you don't even, okay. He came for you, didn't he? <laughs> man. All right, we're moving on. Look at you now. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is here. This one is from Johnny in Memphis. Johnny writes, I must be the biggest fool on the planet. The other night, I got a hotel room with a married woman, and she said she was hungry, so she ordered food. I took a shower and put all of my belongings on the nightstand. When I was taking a shower, she yelled that she was going down to get the food. She left and took all of my cash and jewelry, and she blocked my calls. I don't care about the money, but my deceased wife bought the necklace, and I want it back. Should I stop by her house and get it? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 dog. Uh, Let's go over this. You were in a hotel room with a married woman. Uh Uh-huh. With your deceased wife necklace on, she bought you. You went in the bathroom. She stole everything, told you she was going downstairs to get the food. You come out and the necklace gone. You want to go over to married woman's house to get your necklace back. He's a big man. <laughs> hey, dog, your wife already deceased. <sighs> Man, you don't want to join her. You want to see her? What is you trying to do, dog? <laughs> you you miss her? Uh-huh. <laughs> so you want to go over there? Boy, listen to me. Deal with her later on, but you cannot go to that house. Now, you can contact her at her job and say, hey, listen, here's the deal. All I want is the necklace back, or your husband going to know everything. Uh, but I just want the necklace back. All right. Okay. Since right, you bringing stuff back business. over here, though, I'm going to need my money, too, though. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going to need my money or your husband. Yeah, I know he don't care about it, but since you bring this necklace back, your husband going to know everything. Mm. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. moving on. Sandra says, I'm 47 years old, married and sleeping with my gynecologist. 
Uh, we had sex a few times in his office, but I'm worried because he's not a savvy cheater. He touches me and kisses on me in the elevator, and I warned him about cameras being all over the place. His receptionist just started giving me the evil eye, and she's short with me now. He said not to pay any attention, not to pay her any mind, but I'm scared of her. Should I ask her what her problem is? You already know what the problem is. <laughs> you a woman. You already know. Y'all women. You know why she's short with you and giving you the evil eye. You What, what you gonna ask her? Is there something wrong? Yes, there's something wrong. <laughs> you in the office like, we, I, I don't want got to go in there and clean up. Okay. All this extra paper in the trash can. The examining room really is going down of, in there. Uh, yeah, yeah white she paper. said in his office in her guy's All this extra office? paper in the trash. What is she using all them sheets for? Oh no. Because she's married. <laughs> but she but then she said she's scared of her. What what is that about? She's scared of her and she wants to step to her. The girlhood. <laughs> You're going to step to her and do what? You're going to leave that woman alone. Girl, you're going to get slapped all into the... You're going to get slapped back into the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cree in Tampa says, I'm dating a great man that's a single father to three boys, and I love them dearly. But they are all so gross, including my boyfriend. Their house always smells like a dirty clothes hamper, and they always miss the toilet bowl, so I have to squat when I use it, they constantly pass gas and they love to come around me and do it, then run away laughing. It's all fun and games daily. Is it okay to set boundaries with the boys since their dad won't? I mean, I don't know what you're going to do at their house. Does she live there, Shirley? No, no, she doesn't live there. You're visiting. It's all dudes. They trifling. You need a new really? group of guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, look, they're missing the toilet. They're going to do that. Now, I don't understand how nobody picking up this seat, though. But that's that's a guy thing, too, sometimes. They're young. Why don't you break up with him? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's a good thank you. Leave the nasty. <laughs> yes. The I don't know what else to tell you. Camper house. Yep. She can't talk to him about it. She says she nah. loves them dearly. Nah. She just wants Anybody to can't boundaries. Straight, call and leave him alone. Oh. <laughs> well, I understand what she said. She yeah, could she have a talk to. Him. I mean, you know, look. I mean, she could put her foot down. Mm-hmm. You're a woman. Yeah. You can get. This is going to stop. Yeah, all this nasty. Now, if I'm gonna come over here and y'all enjoying all this cooking and stuff, you're gonna have to do better. Yeah, right. yeah. Clean. And up. if they care about you, they're gonna make an effort. Yeah. Get some Febreze. Quick cooking yeah. gassy food, too. You can pull back on that. Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> guys, these boys must be Tom. young. <laughs> Man. All right. Moving on, Steve, uh, CLO. Kiara in Shreveport says, I got a call from a female saying she had sex with my boyfriend multiple times in the back of his Camry. He was right there, so I let him hear the call. He said it was the crazy girl that works at the car wash, and she always flirts with him, but he thinks something is not quite right with her mentally. Come he on, said man. I should go to the car wash and see for myself. Um, did he make all of this up to throw me off? Should I go down to the car wash? He Work got you thinking about going down to that car wash, though, don't he? My uh-huh. dog, my dog. I knew you'd be proud Handle of your Steve. Business. I likes that one. That's the crazy-ass girl. Down at the car wash. Mm. 
I don't know what she tripping, man. You need to go down there and see for yourself. <laughs> now, two things is going to happen. What? Two things can happen. Mm-hmm. You can go down there to the car wash. Okay. And you could discover that it ain't no girl work at the car wash at all. Oh. Because <laughs> yeah. that's why he invited you down to the car wash. Uh-huh. Okay. But mm-hmm. now you gonna do have to explain why, how this girl got whose ever phone number she called, mm-hmm. and how they know how to put you together with her. Mm-hmm. Work, work your mm-hmm. line now. So That's, now yeah. this lies got to have levels. Yeah. Yeah. It's All called right. level line. You got to be <laughs> level good lying. Level yeah. up. We'll, we'll talk about that later. On that level lies. <laughs> Coming up next, it is the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. Thank you, CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending entertainment news, Beyonce said whoever got women to feel bad after turning 40 got it all the way blanked up. And we'll Mm. talk about aging at the top of the hour. But right now, it is the nephew here with the Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? That would be my tip. Oh. My tip, you know. Okay, I got a tip for My you. tip. Yeah, you got to tip a little better. Tip, tip. <laughs> Come on, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kenny's. Yeah, this is he. How you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm actually calling you from the... Uh, the seafood house. You 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 came and had you. Uh, I waited on you. You came and had uh, uh, dinner over here the other night. Yeah, um, about two nights ago. Yeah. How 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 how, how was your food? How, how was the service? Um, every, everything was good. Um, I don't I don't have any complaints. I always enjoy when I come there. Um, I don't. I I never got a phone call from you guys. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. I'm actually. Uh, I don't know if you remember me waiting on you, but I actually waited on you. Oh, okay. Okay. How you doing? I, I'm good. Would, would would you say would you say that my service was 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 pretty good and up to par? Yeah, like I said, man, everything was excellent. Every time I come there, the food is great, the service is good. Um, I have no complaints. Everything is is good. Okay, good, good deal, good deal, uh, Mr. Kenny. Listen, you you if you don't mind me asking, man, if you really thoroughly enjoyed uh, the service as well as the food, and uh, I'm assuming you 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 come here a lot, so I'm assuming you you really like the food that we put out. If you don't mind, if I can ask you a question, if if you don't mind. Sure. Okay, if if the service was so good and, and you enjoyed everything, why why you why you tip me the way you did? Excuse me, why did I do that? I mean, you know, you 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 didn't even tip even close to ten percent. You know, I I I, I just I just you call. First of all, let me ask you something because I don't remember giving my phone number or writing my phone number down on on, on any survey. I didn't. I've never taken a survey, nor have I gotten a call from you guys. So. How did you get my phone number? Well, I, I'm just giving a, a courtesy call, and, and I'm just curious about, you know. A courtesy call? Okay, that's fine. But how did you – you didn't answer my question. How did you get my phone number? Because I didn't give it to anybody there. So you, you, you've you done something to to obtain my well, number. Well, I went on and, I went on and done the that. research of what it took to get a number. So, yeah, I did. I You know, it was just bothering me that, that you tipped me the way you did. Well, it's bothering me that you calling me. Uh, in the middle of the day, asking me about a, a tip. First of all, uh, you, how much did you say I tipped you? 
I, I got five dollar tip, and your your meal was at least eighty some plus dollars. Now, if you you done all this research, and you got the wrong number. You got the wrong damn number. Because first of all, I I tip more than five damn dollars. I used to work for tips, bro. So let me explain that to you. I used to work for tips, and I know what it's like. And then five dollars is no. You got the wrong table. You done done all this research for nothing. No, no, you 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 Mr. Kenny. I waited on you. Yeah, I, I'm Kenny. But but damn it, you don't got the wrong Kenny. Cause Kenny don't tip no damn five dollars. When I go, I ball, baby. I, I go to the seafood house because I want to entertain my people. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't okay, have Okay, but time. see, but see, the problem I'm having, you know, you 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 bringing your people and you want to ball and everything, but you you know you balling with them, but you shortchanging the waist style. I ain't shortchanging damn. Per- Look, you complaining about five dollars? I give you five dollars. Get off this damn phone. That's what I give you five dollars for. I don't tip no damn five dollars, bro. I got plenty of money. I got plenty of money. I don't need you to call me, tell me how to damn tip. I told you, man, I used to work for tips. I don't need you to call me. You, you, would, you would think you would think that if you would you would think that if you were somebody that worked for some tips that you would know how to come in and tip somebody at least at least fifteen percent, man. I, I can't even understand how how you come in, you ball, and you you know you done brought a couple people with you, and, and, and you leave me with five dollars. Look here, man. I leave you. I told your stupid. I ain't leave you with no five dollars, man. I left at least twenty five dollars up in that thing. Cause I was hosting some people, and I wanted to show my gratitude for something, and you calling me about the wrong damn tip amount and the wrong person. You done got the wrong person and called. I ain't got the wrong person. You, Mister Kenneth. I remember waiting on you and two other people when you came in there. What? 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 Wasn't you in there with two other people? Man, who the hell are you? How you know all my damn business anyway? Who? Who the hell are you? Because I'm. Because I'm the one that waited on. Let me tell you something. Only way. The only way. Only way we can really rectify it. Once you do this, man. Once you come back up here and bring me the tip that I deserve. I ain't coming no damn way. I told you. Matter of fact, when I come up there again, I'm going to look for your You give me your name and you give me your manager name. Because matter of fact, I'm going to call up there and come up there today because I don't appreciate you calling my damn phone by some tip. And, and I know good and damn well I took good money. Okay, well, do this for me. Do this for me. When you do come up here today, will you bring me my damn tip money? I, I'm going to give you a tip. I'm going to give you a tip. Quit calling people by the tip and maybe make some better service and you'll get a better tip. I'm going to bring you a tip. I'm going to bring you the tip of my shoe up your that one on my brain. Cause you got I, 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 I get know. into the job today at 5 o'clock. Hey, look here, man. It ain't no problem. That's perfect because I get off at 5. I'm going to come down there. I'm gonna, first, I'm going to talk to your manager. Then I'm going to hand you the little extra money, tip money you want. Then I'm going to whoop your in the parking lot. That's what I'm going to do. Well, I I gonna, hey, you know what? I ain't worried about getting my whoop. I want the tip. I'm going to give you a tip. Quit stalking people by the damn tip. That's what you stop doing. That's your tip. You see, you done pissed me off now. See, I'm going to come down there, and I'm going to whoop some That's what okay. I'm going to do. Okay, well, what, I'm going to give you, you, you $5. And, and, and what do I need to do to help you out? Say what? Hey, man, I ain't worried about nothing, because let me tell you something. If you whoop the same way you tip, I ain't worried about a damn thing. No, check this out. You got the wrong number, but you got the right because I'm going to come down there, and I'm going to let you see what it is, Flair. See, I, I try to conduct myself in a nice manner and be professional, but you done bought the out, and you going to get it. I got your tip. When I buy you better weed, because I'm going to come down there and beat your That's what I'm going to do. You're going to get the real I'm coming down there as soon as I get off from work. You better not bring your down there. You better not. Oh, you, come to town now, you ain't got to worry about me. I'm going to be there. Hey.
What's your name? What's your name, dog? You 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 got a pen and paper? I remember your name. What what's your name? My name Tommy. Tommy what? Cause I'm I don't Tommy who? Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. <laughs> Say what? Hey man, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy Richard got me to prank phone call you. Y'all, you know what, y'all. <laughs> Man, you done got my damn pressure up, man. Y'all some stank. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get both of y'all, Tommy. Get both of y'all, cause y'all ain't right, man. You got me hollering in the damn building, my employees looking at me, man. They ain't never seen me act like this. I'm up here talking about a meeting so we can get our company Christmas party together, man. And you got me acting damn fool here. Don't kill y'all, man. Hey, Kitty, man, I got, I got to ask you, though, baby. Come on, man. What is, what's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> hey, man, hey, listen, take all the employees to the seafood house, man. Hey, I'm scared to go down there now. They might, they might be scared to go with me. I, that might be a good thing, though, because they're going to be pulling out their tilts now. They're going to they they be, we got it, boss, we got it. Man, y'all got me. Y'all got me. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> Tip the wait staff. <laughs> All right. Play too much. Come on down here, partner. Come on. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, trending entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So Queen B has spoken. Beyonce is opening up about turning 40. And she refers to this milestone in her life as the best I've ever felt in my life. The best I've felt in my life. Uh, Beyonce penned a deeply personal message to fans and shared it on her website at the close of Virgo season. She thanked fans for their well wishes after she celebrated turning 40 earlier this month, September 4th. She went on to say, whoever tried to condition women to feel that they are supposed to feel old and unhappy when we turn 40 got it all the way effed up. That's what she said. This has absolutely been the best I've felt in my life. I'm so grateful to be grown, grown. Grown woman. Go on, Beyonce. Yeah. What'd you think, That's Steve? good. Yeah. She's feeling I good. I mean, Asian she's woman. actually right. I mean, I don't I don't get it, you know, but that's, that's, that's young people who say, man, you old, when clearly old is the goal. But, like, at right. my age right now, somebody asked me recently, they said, Hey man, if you could go back to any age, what would you go back to? And I said 64. Yeah, he said, wow. but you 64 now. I don't want to go back nowhere. This is the best I'd have had it. <laughs> this is the best I'd have had it, dog. <laughs> I don't want to go back nowhere else. This, I'm living my best life yeah. right now. And it's a spiritual uh, evolution for me. So I get where Beyonce is coming from. And I think everybody has to get into a new awakening of who they are because age happens to us all age is the goal is every your your goal is to get to your next birthday that's that's the goal because if you don't if you miss one i've got bad news for you man you better talk you're gonna be out of all reports So I'm like really, really comfortable with being where I am and I can understand where she's coming from. Yeah, yeah. she's also speaking to the double standard, you know, that men are more distinguished, uh, you know, with the gray as they get older, but somehow women aren't afforded that same 
um, luxury to, to grow old gracefully, but it's changing now, thank know. God, because you know, they're breaking down those barriers. No, absolutely, yeah, but it hasn't absolutely. always been like that. That's what I'm saying. It hasn't always been like that. Yeah, it's you a know. double standard when it comes and, to age oh, for sure. and, and appearances for, sure. for women yeah. versus men. For that is sure. I mean, look, it's sure. nice to yes. see these beautiful young girls out here, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more for me. It's a lot more fulfilling and rewarding when I see older women that's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. that take care of themselves. Ooh, and see, fellas, yes. and, and fellas, sexy. let me help you understand something. You it's might as well get to liking the way that, because if, if you had a chance to get one, you're not going to get one of the young ones, no way. Unless <laughs> you, know, you got a lot of You money. can look. You can look. <laughs> you you know what, man? I had, I had a conversation with a group of dudes, yourself. and they was talking about, uh, hey, man, so, you know, you wasn't married, who would you get? And then they would had all these young names. I said, but see, y'all don't understand. They don't want you, though. Right. <laughs> see, why y'all not incorporating that in there? Y'all think, like, you really got a shot. And Nicki Minaj, you really got a shot at Rihanna. They don't want you. Have you you filtered that into the case? No, man, I got game. Dog, you ain't got that much. Dog. What game? Dog, they looking at you. Dog, if you got game, go get her now. Mm -hmm. That's right. What game you got? Say red, say red, say red, say red. They ain't doing that. Somebody asked me a a question about Beyonce. And I Uh said, Beyonce's married. Yeah, and she said, no, man, but you wouldn't. No, hold up, dog. She has a husband. Mm-hmm. His name is Jay-Z, mm-hmm. who I happen to know. Mm-hmm. So we're not even having these what-if conversations. I don't do that, man. I don't have what-if conversations about another man's wife and all this here. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even get in conversations like that. I remove myself from all them hypothetical situations. Because I don't, I don't want that. You know, sitting up in, you talking about this grown woman. I have a lot of what else about Halle, though. I'm sorry. I have a lot of what else. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's just like one, all it's going to ever be. Yeah, For instance, I, Tommy, what? what? What if we was together? I just, I do a lot of what else. But he's married, though. You talking about married <laughs> women, but Tommy. Yeah, but like, let me have that one. I'm sorry. Halle wow. is it. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Talk about talking yourself Thanks. into the grave. <laughs> I'm talking Did yourself you into an pictures? argument that wasn't necessary. As soon as he get off this radio, so what's this other thing? Yeah, what's this what if thing? <laughs> Carla, what was oh, you man. saying? I was telling Tommy Halle Berry just posted a picture. She went to some kind of event, I think a fundraiser at a museum. Look at Tommy trying to What? When? 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 Short black dress. You got to look at your, Hallie, look at your baby. Where? What? <laughs> Halle went well. Went well. <laughs> Mm. I love Halle Berry. She uh, is gorgeous and beautiful as well. Our sister's black queen. <laughs> what if? Yeah. He's looking at the. Look at Girl. him looking over his glasses. Looking, looking like an old man. Yeah, look at him. Which is going to be the first turn off, right? What is <laughs> right. <laughs> over your glasses. <laughs> Come on with the swag, Tommy. What happened? Yeah, wait, wait saw, what about this, saw, though? Did you, did you see Naomi Campbell? Return yeah, the to runway. the catwalk mm. of the runway. Mm. Ooh, that woman can walk. Yeah. She is a beast. Beautiful. She's the queen that, of that. Yeah, the Versace the show. Mm. That that hot pink mm. suit on. Since we talk about mm. women aging and looking good. Aging well. Yeah. yeah. That's the goal, like you say, Steve. Steve, that is Old the goal. Is yeah. goal. You know who Old looked nice who did my Facebook watch show? Uh, Cynthia Bailey. 
Yo, oh, she's beautiful. She, she's drop dead gorgeous. I think her face is a work of art. Yes, yeah, I love her. Her face. cheekbones. Yeah, yes. she's beautiful. And her skin, she's beautiful. All right. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we'll tell you about a first grader. This story is so beautiful. I love this story. Raising $20,000 for college just by being obedient and listening to his mom. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so did you guys see the first grader school picture that went viral as he refused to take off his mask for picture day? Such a cute little boy. It was a first grader. His name is Mason Peoples. He turned to smile for the camera. An interesting conversation between the photographer and uh, him ensued. The photographer, okay, take your mask off, little Mason. My mom said to keep it on at all times unless I'm eating and far away from everybody photographer i'm sure it's okay to take your take it off for pictures mason no my mom seriously told me to make sure to keep it on photographer are you sure you don't want to take it off for two seconds mason no thank you i always listen to my mom (laughs) photographer okay say cheese (laughs) so that's how we have the picture of little mason with his mask still on now his mom uh her name is nicole Nicole posted on Facebook that she was so proud of her son's obedience, but she said she should have been a little more clear about the rules on that day. The post, which has garnered over 16,000 shares, prompted the mom to start a GoFundMe page because um, people wanted to reward Mason uh, for his obedience and everything. So now he has over $20,000, Steve, for his college fund. How about that? Oh, Mason. I want to retire. Huh? I want to retire. I need you a want... GoFundMe page. <laughs> what? How is this about? Ain't nobody well, you stick to the story. <laughs> this about million. Mason. Ain't nobody funding you now. 200 million. I'll walk about it here. <laughs> Will you shout out to Mason, please? Little Mason, yeah. Shout him out. And his mom. Shout out, Mason. Keep keep doing what your mom tell you to do, man. Keep thinking it through. and Take that money and go to college, man, and turn yourself into something great. That's so awesome. Now that I've said that, let's get away from Mason and let everybody know that ain't went to college, you can still be great. Okay. For those of you that ain't went to college, you can still be great. Don't let that hinder you, because college ain't in the Bible. Not not now. One of the verses I done read didn't mention Harvard or any of them. (laughs) No Ivy League school, Steve. I didn't see it. I've been through the Bible. I don't know it as good as most people, but... I ain't nobody sent me a scripture that mentioned uh, USC. Turn to the book of Princeton. <laughs> yeah. Mo House wasn't in there. I'm a living witness that you can make it without a degree. But you do have to have faith. And you do have to have a work ethic. And you do have to apply it to a mission and a dream. Now, if you combine those four things, the mission, the dream, the faith, and the work ethic, you can make it. Now... If you have a dream that requires a degree, then you have to go get one. Can't be a dentist or a doctor without one. Can't fly a plane without one. (laughs) All right. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, Hollywood superstar Will Smith celebrated his birthday this week, said, I had affairs too. We'll talk about all of that. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, brace yourselves for this story, okay? In trending celebrity marriage news, 
Will Smith says he wants the world to know that his wife isn't the only one who had affairs. He's had his hair, his share of extramarital romances too. Uh, Smith talked about, uh, he talked to GQ about Jada Pinkett Smith's revelation last year. Remember she did this on Red Table Talk when she said right. she had an entanglement with August Alcina, the rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will said Jada, his wife of 23 years, quote, never believed in con- conventional marriage. Jada had family members that had an unconventional relationship, so she grew up in a way that was very different than how I grew up. There were significant, endless discussions about what is relational perfection, what is the perfect way to interact as a couple. As for the large part of our relationship, monogamy was what we chose, not thinking of monogamy as the only relational perfection. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what? Perfection in your relationship, meaning wait, mon- wait, Shirley. Uh, what? Me. I know. Don't what? get to it. Uh huh. Come on, Steve. What? You want me to read it again? Perfection. <laughs> what are these made up ass words, man? Y'all yeah. tripping. Well, entanglement was made up. Y'all, well. but perfection. What is a what is? What, give me the quote again. Relational perfection. Relational perfection. perfection. Entanglement. What the What's hell that? are y'all talking about? Right. <laughs> Man, why are we talking about it? Oh, because you know, it it, it's 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 news right now. He did this GQ article, so it's news. What is up with all these confessions? <laughs> Sick and tired Let me tell you, you what else he did. Everybody talking about stuff that yeah. they did. Go sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> why you all in the news talking about what you did? Go sit your ass down somewhere and stop with all these confessions. Not <laughs> Usher confessions. That ain't even Usher confession. That's Roscoe Wallace confession. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Sitting in line talking about crying or everything you did would have produced some dying. I'm just so tired of all these here. <laughs> Confessions. <laughs> I, I don't understand this man. though, man. Yeah. You ain't well, got don't. to tell all your damn business. You Everybody. just don't. <laughs> you just don't, man. And yeah, listen to me, y'all. Crazy. Don't this ain't no new trend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will can do this. Money. He got a lot of money. Him and Jada, they got money. You your money, you ain't got nothing to survive this. Ain't nobody jumping on this bandwagon right here. What, what no. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody well, Will understands this. that. He did. He went on to say that I don't suggest our road for anybody, but the experiences uh, that the freedoms that we have given one another and the unconditional support to me is the highest definition of love. Hell what? No. What? Hell no. <laughs> I understood what? that. Shirley, Hell read no. that again. Why you got to read everything we'll say twice? Because you can't understand the damn thing. They're deep. Go ahead. All right, here we go, Steve. (laughs) He says, Will says, I don't suggest our road for anybody. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Go ahead. He said, but the freedoms that we've given one another and the unconditional support to me is the highest definition of love. All right? The experiences, the freedom that we've given one another and the unconditional support, he says to me, to him, that's the highest definition of love. Mm -mm. Deep. That's just a cheat. No, yeah, ain't nobody. Ain't nobody white gay them. You know what? You can call it all that. All that is is a hall pass. That's it. That's all that is. You can dress this up, make it freedom. It's an open marriage. It sounds like. No, you know. 
See what he's saying, Shirley, is I feel better as I watch you kiss August. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, Junior? That's what it said. I feel better as I watch you kiss August Alcina in the mouth. I'm feeling good about me. I'm supporting. That's well, the highest let me definition of love. That's the highest definition of love. First of all, what was the young boy's name? August, August. Alcina. He. Don't I, don't right. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't Wait, hold up. You don't know let, how to let, do this. Hold up. Let's back up. You're right. My apologies. I don't know what the hell they talking about. <laughs> I don't know why the hell I'm trying to fix it and make some guy. My bad. I'm out of this right here. Me and Marjorie, we ain't doing none of this. Oh, okay. prank phone call with the nephew coming up. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, just tell me the truth. We'll get into that in just a few, but right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? WCS. W-C-S. Hey, you know, this might be perfect for this. W-C-S, Wife Correction Services. Oh, oh shout out to Jada. <laughs> <laughs> Wife Correction Services. This is right on point. Let's go, Cat Dog. Hello? Hello, I am trying to reach uh, George, please. Who is this? My name is Marcus with WCS. Uh, call and see if we can actually try to uh, lend you our services. We understand that you're having a few problems and want to see if uh, maybe WCS can bring um, a better life to you and you can have a, uh, a, an exciting life better than w- the one you have now. Who, who, is, who is it? Who is WCS? We are with Wife Correctional Services, sir. WCS, what it is, is we take your wives for a couple weeks and we reprogram them so that it's suitable. Wife. Of course, you have to sign a waiver contract, but we take your wife and we reprogram them so that they will act in a fashion of what you want them to act. Oh, I, okay, man. Yeah, okay, whatever. Well, see, sir, what it is is that we've gotten <laughs> some we've gotten some reports that you've been having some problems with with your particular wife. And, and man, I ain't never heard of y'all, man. Where are you located at? We're here in St. Louis, sir. Okay. And don't worry, we're we're totally confidential. This is not anything that's going to get out, um, and and your your names are never submitted. First of all, here's here's something we can do. I can ask you questions because we've been notified that this is probably a service that you would probably want. Now, um, has your wife ever snapped on you in public? And snapped on me. I mean, which I mean, she, my wife ain't crazy. She don't just snap on me. She might. You know, try to check me, uh, uh, say something. You know what I'm saying? She ain't just gonna snap on me in public. So your you know wife, your so your wife has tried to check you. Is what you're saying? I mean, not check me per se. I mean, she might, she might not like something I'm doing and might say something about it, but what, she what, don't just snap on so, me. You so, know so basically, your wife is not in her place where she needs to be. Hold on. I mean, what you mean in her place? I mean, she might say something. You know, I mean, I might be doing something, or you know, might be with my boys and might get out of control a little bit. She might just say something at the time, but she don't just try to all out check nobody. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 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 I'll tell you what, let me ask you this one. Have you ever just had some plans with your guys? We're going to go out and had to change your plans because, um, your wife. Well, I mean, if, if, if like, I'm just talking about hanging out and I ain't let her know or something, she might, 
you know, be like, well, baby, I already had plans. You know, can you stay home with the boys or something? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, not, I mean, nothing on the regular. You know, mm-hmm. I usually do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems like denial. Okay, here's another one, sir. Denial. Well, no, just uh, listen, hear me out. Now, let me ask you this. Um, has your wife, uh, let's say back when Michael Jordan was playing basketball, did you right. ever miss a playoff game on television because your Michael wife Jordan? wanted to watch something else? Nah, man, we got two TVs in my house, man. I wish I, nah, I don't even get down. I mean, I might have to watch the little TV. Okay. But, I mean, I usually watch it on the big screen so you, in the basement. Yeah, yes. but but you doing, you've been pushed to watching the smaller television. No, I wasn't pushed to do nothing, man. What I'm trying to tell you is, I mean, we compromise. We do 50-50 in my house. I mean, she might get the big TV to watch her stories or something, and I just have to go watch the little TV. The little TV do go out here once in a See, there we go. But, I mean, so, but, so, I'm, but so, I'm cool with that, though. I'm cool with that. You're cool you know with what that. I'm saying? So I'm you're, cool you're, with that. you're actually the one that's programmed, and you, you see, Ain't nothing wrong with my wife. Ain't nothing wrong with, with in my family. You I, know what I'm saying? I, I understand. Well, let me, the reason why I'm asking you these particular questions questions is because someone has actually let me know the problems that are at hand in your household. Let me ask you, I got one question for you. Here's what I want to ask you. Has your wife ever cussed you out at a family cookout? Hey, man, hold on, man. You know what, dog? You're getting a little personal, man. Is this even legal, man? I'm, I'm, sir, is this it's, legal? It's, it, it, I'm, I'm here I'm here. Well, to... I ain't never heard of this company, man. Well, I'm... I have not. I've never heard of you. This, dog. this is something new. It's definitely. Well, I'm saying something new. I mean, what? Don't make me be your guinea pig. Don't, don't start out calling me trying to get, you know, referrals or clientele or whatever it is you're trying to do, man. Don't call me with this nonsense, partner. And, and I completely understand it. WCS, sir, is is here to benefit you. It's here to benefit. Ain't no benefit to me, man. Getting all up in my personal business, wondering what's going on in my household. Okay. Well. Last thing I want to ask you, and, and, and this is the last question I have for you. Like, like yeah, I said, yeah, make, it, make this the last one, straight up. Okay. Have you, do you do you, do you buy your own clothes, or does she buy the clothes? Hey, man, you know what, man? This man, you, whatever company this is, dog, don't call my house no more. And whoever put you up to this, whoever gave you my number, talking about my wife, checked me, uh, got me under control, got me on lock, man, you tell him too. Dog, don't call me no more with this are you are you in day. are you in denial? No, 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 denial, dog. Don't call my house no more. I'm gonna tell you what, George Foreman or whatever. It's Marcus. It's Marcus. Marcus. Whoever you are, George Foreman, Marcus. Hey, dog. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna find out where y'all located, dog. I'm coming down there and I'm gonna bust your because you in my personal. Business, so you're ready. You're dog. ready to retaliate on me, but not. But you, my but you don't want to retaliate saying. on the problems you have with your wife. Retaliation, man. What I'm saying, you you calling my house. I'm, I'm minding my own. And you worrying about who watching what TV in my house and my wife checking me in public. All I do, man. Hey, dog. Look, I'm telling you, Mr. Don't you want to watch the big television? Big TV, man. I'm comfortable with the TV I got. You know what I'm saying? It's in my room. I can lay across the bed, watch whatever. Want to whenever I want to. Don't you want to be able to go out with the boys when you want to? I go out with my partners, dog. Matter of fact, you need to get partners. You call them asking these old dumb questions. What you want to do to me, your wife has already done to you. Wait, I see you got your damn number block. What's your phone number, man? Give me something. Tell me where to find you. Why are you in denial? Denial, dog. I'm gonna tell you what's in what. You need to get your wife checked in to wife correctional services so that you can live a better life. Uh, whoever the are, man, y'all need to get a life, man. Can I get a life, man? Stop calling me, dog, for real. I, I understand it. Can I say one more thing to you, sir? Man, you can't say else to me, man, straight up. Listen to me, sir. Yeah, what? What? 
This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Justin. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> oh no! Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> okay, y'all got me, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know it's you, my boy Steve Harvey, doing in the morning on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, partner. <laughs> Ooh, wait. <laughs> he went in. In denial. Brother. Why? Are in you? denial. He was going with it for a minute, and then he just got tired of your ass. F you. Man. I tell you. I got you two what, TVs man. in our house, you know. You know, I get on the little one, you know, it go out of here now that and then, but that ain't. Right. That's cool. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I lay across uh, the bed, watch what I want. Why it's going in and out? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, WCFs, you know, wife correctional mm. service. We fix things for you. That's what we do. We bring your wife in, keep her a couple of weeks. When she come back, guess what? You got the wife that you wanted. You understand? Whatever. That's what you want, right? Y'all, y'all, y'all support my business? What? Come on. No, we hope it goes <laughs> bankrupt. <laughs> A little note she was making. Okay, you're in denial. Only That's when good. it's okay. husband's BS. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's in denial. Okay. H-C-S. We're going to fix that for you. We're going to fix it for you. It's morning time. You know what? And in the morning, you ought to be doing something. You ought to be eating some grits. I'm talking about some just good grits. All right? Oh, my God. Y'all are buying my grits, and I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Just good grits. G-R-I-T-Z. Just good grits, all right? I got that spicy flavor, and then I got a a heart and soul, which is just a regular flavor, but it's still flavored. I got flavored grits. Just good grits. G-R-I-T-Z.com. The nephew, check out my grits. Check out my grits. (laughs) And you know we love us some grits on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Flavored. All the (laughs) way through. Mm -hmm. If we ever get them. I know you waiting on them, Junior. I know. Thank you, nephew. Coming up, Strawberry Letter. Just tell me the truth is the subject. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And uh, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Never know. Buckle up. Buckle up and hold up tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. All right. Thank you. Subject, just tell me the truth. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have been married for two years to a man that is 24 years older than I am. I was his side piece for the last two years of his marriage, and he got divorced to be with me. After we got married, things changed. I had to accept that my husband was not going to be monogamous partly because he was having sex with me while he was married. I never signed up or agreed to an open marriage, but I'm wise enough to know that he needs more than one woman to make him feel like a king. I won't say that I'm miserable with him, because we've had a lot of fun and we travel to exotic places often. I just wish he'd tell me the truth about what he is doing on the side. I have to be the most reasonable wife on the planet, and I don't check his phone or his social media accounts. 
I can get in his car and smell perfume on the passenger seatbelt, and I don't say a word. I know he loves me because he chose me over his wife. I thought he would continue to be open and honest once we got married, but he, he lies about simple things like where he had lunch. I will see a receipt that says otherwise. He will lie about which one of his male friends he was with. He lies about taking a shower, getting a pedicure, getting a haircut. He's just a liar. I got a call recently from his barber saying he left his credit card, and I called my husband and asked him what he was doing, and he said he was sitting in the barber chair. I hung up on him and canceled the card so no one could use it. I've told him repeatedly that he does not have to lie to me because I'm not going anywhere. How is he going to keep this up as he gets older? Am I setting myself up for a lot of heartache and headaches with this man? Please advise. Hmm. Okay, um, my question to you is, what, what do you want from us? Because in case you haven't heard this before, payback is a B. And that's what's happening here. Uh, you're being paid back. I mean, you were you cheated with him on her, so look what's happening now. So yes, to answer your question, you are in store for a lot of heartaches and headaches with this man. It's already happening. You were cheating with this woman's husband, and he divorced her to marry you. Now you're concerned he's cheating on you, and he's lying to you? You're concerned about that? What? He's doing what he does. And he was doing it before you, with you, and now during you. Uh, excuse me, did you think he was going to change when he married you? You thought that? No. Mm -mm. You married what he is, a liar. You said it in the letter. He is a liar, a liar and a cheater. This time he's just cheating on you and not with you, okay? The question is, what are you going to do about all of this? Because clearly you're worried and unhappy now. Uh, you might even be feeling some empathy for his ex-wife now. Hmm, you know what she went through when he was with you. And no matter how reasonable you say you are in this letter, how you're not going to be checking his phone and stuff, uh, this marriage that you're in right now, it's not good because he's not going to stop what he's doing. I mean, that's this is who he is. And this is who you married. Steve? Wow. Just tell me the truth. Really? Oh, you're concerned about the truth <laughs> now. All right, well, let's tell you the truth. I will. Thank you, Shirley. I've been married for two years to a man that's 24 years older than I am. I want you to keep that information because I'm going to bring it back. 24 years older than I am. I was his side piece for the last two years of the marriage. He got divorced to be with me. And after we got married, things changed. Really? Things changed? I had to accept that my husband was not going to be monogamous. You know why? Because nothing changed. You said you got to accept that things change. What's changed? It's the same. It's the exact same. You have now have to accept that your husband's not going to be monogamous. He ain't never been, partly because he was having sex with me when he was married. I never signed up or agreed to an open marriage. Wait, I don't understand. <laughs> you accepted the cheating before. See, but you were the cheat, but you were the cheater, not the cheatee. And it was okay as long as you were the cheater. But you, now you don't want to be the cheatee, see? 
what's what's wrong with you lady what is wrong with you how you don't see this but i'm wise here we go now here we go see this was stupid people throw me but i'm wise enough to know that he needs more than one woman to make him feel like a king that ain't wisdom that's called his track record what the hell that got to do with wisdom it's his track record like shirley said it's what he do I won't say that I'm miserable with him because we have a lot of fun and we travel to exotic places often. I just wish he'd tell me the truth about what he's doing on the side. What? You need to hear the truth about what you already know he doing on the side. Because you don't you don't check his phone, his social media kids get kids his social media accounts. Here's a stupid line I I get in his car and I smell perfume on the passenger seat belt and I don't say a word. Oh, you stupid. Right. Oh, you hella stupid. <laughs> you get in the car and you smell perfume on the seat belt and you don't say a word. That makes you a good, reasonable wife. That makes you a fool. A damn fool. And I ain't got oh. number more of this. Hold on, Steve. We'll, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, just tell me the truth. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, just tell me the truth. Mm. <laughs> uh, what is with all these truths? You've had your fill of it, haven't you? I've had my fill of truth Uh today. Will Smith, uh, GQ telling the truth, the strawberry letter truth. uh, What happened to shut your damn mouth? What happened to that? Don't you know truth ain't the best policy? Silence is. Shut your damn mouth. Now, here we go. I'm mad now. So, hell, let me quit trying to fix this up. This stupid-ass woman that married this man that's 24 years older than she is, Mm -hmm. and she was his side piece for two years. He got divorced to be with her, and after we got married, things changed. Well, guess what she say changed? I had to accept that my man was not going to be in a monogamous relationship. Ain't nothing changed. He wasn't in one before when he was cheating with you for two years. It's the same. And I have to accept that probably because he was having sex with me while he was married. I never signed up or agreed to an open marriage. His ex-wife didn't even. <laughs> wow. See, but now, but you turn it into an open marriage, and now you married to the dude that was cheating with you, and now all of a sudden you don't want it to be open. But it, that's what he do. Well, I ain't going to say I'm miserable because we have a lot of fun. We go to exotic places. I just wish he'd tell me the truth about what he's doing on the side. Did you hear yourself? I just wish he would tell me the truth about what he doing on the side. Everybody mm-hmm. nothing had he Will Smith moments. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we we all not finna go on uh, tabletop all this here. Tabletop. We ain't finna do this here. We, ju- we just not finna do this here. And I don't know what you expect him to do, but he doing what he do. I'm the I'm a, I'm a most reasonable wife on the planet. I don't check his phone, social media, and I can get in his car and smell perfume on the passenger seat belt, and I don't say a word. What? So you stupid and a fool? Mm, mm, mm. Now listen to me. I know he loves me because he chose me over his wife. 
He didn't choose you. His wife got rid of him. You're not <laughs> listening. His wife got rid of him, and he wouldn't got you because he know you a fool, and he can do what he want to do to you and steal and get a wife too. But now, I thought he would continue to be open and honest once we got married, but he lies to me about simple things, like where he had lunch. Wait a minute. He was open and honest about you in the marriage because he was telling you he was unhappy. But he was lying to his wife, but he told you he was unhappy. You thought that was honesty? Everybody cheats, say they unhappy. That's the lie. Then, then he lied about what friends he, he lied about taking a shower, getting a pedicure, lied about a haircut, lied about a credit card. He just, he just lied, lied, lied. I hung up on him, and, and one time I called the barber barbershop, called the house, said he left his credit card. I called the barber. I called him and told him he left his words, and he said he in the barber chair. I hung up on him and canceled the card so no one could use it. Now, here's the stupid part. I've told him repeatedly he does not have to lie to me because I'm not going anywhere. Well, now, since you're not going anywhere and you know he got side pieces, why do y'all have to talk? <laughs> he don't have to lie to you because you're not going anywhere. And then check this out. How is he going to keep this up as he gets older? Can I go back to the top of the letter? Yeah. Did not you say, I've been married for two years to a man that is 24 years older than I am. How old his ass got to be? <laughs> one how more time old, Steve <laughs> you said how is he going to keep this up as he gets older uh-huh, uh-huh. you said you've been married two years to a man that's 24 years older than I am how old his <laughs> ass got to be he's 24 years older than you and your concern is how is he going to keep this up as he gets older he already old. <laughs> Keeping it up. Keeping it up. He doing fine. Matter of fact, he killing it. Am I setting myself up for a lot of heartache and, and headaches with this man? Please, no, you're not setting yourself up for heartache and headaches and heartaches. You're in the headache and heartache. You're in it. You didn't set yourself up. You arranged it when you thought he was leaving his wife for you, when in actuality, he got put out by his wife cause he got busted. Then he went straight to you. You know what, let me fix this for y'all. I done told y'all over and over that we do not give promotions. You said I've told y'all that. So now, you think he left her to be with you, but you steal the side. Wow. See, wow. I told y'all we don't do promotions. Y'all don't believe me. I've been a man my whole life. We don't do promotions. He didn't leave his wife for you. He left his wife because he got put out. Then he went and got you and made you his wife, which you thought was a promotion. But now guess what? You steal the side piece. Mm. Mm. Because he knew you accepted second before, why would he make you number one now? You still number two. Lord have mercy, I've been telling y'all. We don't <laughs> give promotions. Can't be the side piece and then the wife. Helpful, right. what?
You wanted the truth. There's the truth. Post your comments. Thank you, Steve. On today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it's Junior with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Uh, Shirley, well, right now, NBA uh, training camp starting. Uh, preseason starts Sunday. And Kyrie Irving, Andrew Wiggins already making headlines. As y'all know, the city of New York has already mandated that pro athletes in the city of New York, that means the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets, must be vaccinated. Kyrie Irving said, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't doing it. So he couldn't even show up for media day already because he's not vaccinated. He said uh, it's a private issue. He's not going to discuss it. And all he has to do Unc, is get one shot. One, one shot. He just got to get one. He ain't got to take both of them. Really? He ain't got to get both. Just get one. You can get your check. Or he, he won't be allowed to play at home games, and he just got to play at away games. He won't even be able to play ain't at nobody, home games. Ain't nobody finna pay you your whole check for half your time. Oh no, job! <laughs> oh, who, who you know doing that? <laughs> no, and I'm sorry, I man. These That's players just gonna have to comply because you're in a team sport. Yeah, it's unprofessional. And if you player. coming around in a team sport in the locker room, man, it's a team effort. That's just what it is, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, and you know, Jabbar spoke on it. I heard Kareem said. Hey, I can't accept that answer because you're putting pressure on the team. You gonna have to. You gonna have to. Get, you gonna have to solve. Either you have to get vaccinated, and he said he should mandate. He said the NBA should mandate all players get vaccinated. Now, ninety percent of the league is vaccinated. Well, but it's 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 going that way. Yeah, yeah. Because and it's like this, but it's it's really simple, man. It's there are jobs, there are colleges that require vaccinations. If you want this job to hold this position and you want this check and I'm your boss, you have to do this. I'm sorry. In, in my company, protect. man, you have to get you, you you have to get vaccinated. That's what I mean. It's unprofessional. This is your No, job. you can't be up in my face all day when you ain't got no vaccination. I got to go to work. It's too many people counting on me. Yeah. And if you don't want the vaccination, that's fine. Man, find your ass somewhere else to work. I don't care. Yeah. He think he well, just going to shoot three-pointers and, and be away from everybody? What do you think he's doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. I ain't going to go I ain't gonna go in the paint. I'm, I'm going to stay out of here. Andrew and I'm Wiggins. definitely not a person saying he should just play basketball because if you can get involved with issues, I, I highly I welcome that. Yeah. You, you, you should yeah. use your, your platform to make promote awareness and make a voting awareness and Black Lives Matter. I'm with all of that. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. We're going to follow and see what he do. I right. making know it right. already. You need to get that damn shot. Anybody need a shot is him. It might. All right. You, you <laughs> can't you, shoot your shot you get the shot. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about Steve Harvey's mentoring right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, this Saturday, you're inviting young men between the ages of 14 and 18 to join your virtual mentoring program. And the mission of your foundation, well, you could probably say it better than I can. Go ahead. I mean, it's very simple. It's that we have boys and girls. Marjorie just finished up her uh, mentoring camp, which wasn't virtual. But we have so many boys that live in so many different areas. Uh, We're still virtual. Uh, We're hoping to get out of it soon. But the mission is simple. It's to teach boys the principles of manhood and the principles of dream building. 
-hmm. Now, what you do with these principles, once you learn the principles of manhood and the principles of dream building, it enables you to go and be whatever you want to be. But whatever you choose to be, let's be good men at the end of the day. Those to me are the two most important things. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you go to college. I don't care if you go to the military. I don't care if you go work at Home Depot. I don't care if you join a management program. I don't care. I want to teach you how to live out your dreams and how to be a good man. And that's what happens when you don't have fathers, man. And you can look at, I'm telling you, man, you can see the absence of fathers in boys' lives very quickly. You can see the absence of fathers in girls' lives. You can't do that to young girls. And so what we're trying to do is we take these young boys from single-parent homes headed up by women, and we teach them the principles of manhood, and we aid these single mothers who are raising these boys. We give them the aid and the tools and the supplemental help that helps them get their boys into manhood. Because if one thing becomes clear at the camp, Knowing what not to do is just as important as knowing what to do. And so a lot of these boys are living their life without their fathers being active in their life, and they don't want to repeat that behavior to their children. Mm -hmm. And we give them the added tools of forgiveness, you know, because a lot of them are angry, and you cannot blame them. These young men are hurting because their fathers ain't in their lives. And Mm -hmm. so on Saturday, we open up the virtual mentoring program to go virtual so anybody can join in. And during the pandemic, man, and this was no joke, we had over six million kids. Wow. Worldwide throughout the pandemic. We touched global. We touched Mm -hmm. six million kids. Mm -hmm. And so it's really, really real. And so we've been doing the, the work. And now my vision has expanded even. And I'm working real hard to cut this deal I'm about to buy another ranch, a new one, uh, bigger than the one I had in Dallas. And I'm gonna build the facility out. I'm gonna own it myself, and I'm gonna make a permanent facility that's in the, in the changing lives of young men and young women. But I'm gonna do it with uh, a lot of educational things too, a lot of uh, coding and STEM programs and things of that nature. Of course, the athletics will be there because it's a great draw. But we're doing some fantastic work, man, and this Saturday will be another step in the right direction for that. So, Steve, one principle of manhood. Give us one. Do the number one rule of manhood. Mm -hmm. Do Mm -hmm. what you say you're going to do. Yes, sir. That's the number one rule. If you, I try to embed that in young boys. If you do that one thing, if you learn that one thing, to do whatever it is you say you're going to do, do that. You will gain the respect of your other peers. Mm -hmm. You will gain the respect of all women. Mm -hmm. You will gain the respect of your children. You will gain the respect of your coworkers. There's no one that doesn't respect a man that does what he says he's going to do. If you learn that principle, that's manhood. If you say you're coming, you got to show up. Now, if I tell you I'm not coming, you can quit looking for me. That's right. Don't be telling, well, I thought you'd come anyway. I told you I wasn't coming. But if I tell you I'm coming, please know I'm going to be there. And you can ask anybody that I sign a contract with. There is no, he just don't show up. Mm -hmm. All right, Steve. 
Well, space is limited, so please go to harveyfoundation.org, harveyfoundation.org to register. Thank you. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Powerball lottery drawing is tonight, is tonight, and the jackpot uh, is, um, this is big. It surges over half a billion dollars. It's growing over $570 million. Uh, So right now, that's where we are. The cash option now stands at $379 million. All right? This is it right here. This Mm -hmm. is it. (laughs) You going to play? You playing tonight? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put 500 on this here. <laughs> and what you going to do if you win? $500. I didn't, yeah. $500. Yeah, what you, what, I I'm sorry. I knew what you meant. <laughs> you didn't think I meant something else? I, I uh-uh. can't go that deep. $500. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> what you said? Dollars. Who you think you're talking to? I can't so what make you gonna, this kind of move. What you going to do when if you win it? I ain't coming in here. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> I'm, I'm coming here as soon as I win. Oh, yeah. what are you not coming to work? I'm not oh, I'm coming in the next morning. Next three mornings. <laughs> and what are you going to do when you get <laughs> here? so different about you don't that have to you come. Well, yeah. the, I'm just coming there for three. I might probably won't. They, they probably won't let me come in on the third day. May not let me come in on the <laughs> second day. Because after what I'm going to start saying on the first day, I'm pretty sure they're going to want to talk to me about day two and three. But the <laughs> stuff I'm going to say <laughs> with a half a billion dollars is not going to be for radio. And I'm going to say it anyway. Just get your, all I can tell you is just get your finger on the button. That's all I can tell you. All right, we'll get your lottery tickets tonight. (laughs) We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, brace yourselves for this story, okay? In trending celebrity marriage news, Will Smith says he wants the world to know that his wife isn't the only one who had affairs. He's had his hair, his share of extramarital romances too. Uh, Smith talked about, uh, he talked to GQ about Jada Pinkett Smith's revelation last year. Remember she did this on Red Table Talk when she said right. she had an entanglement with August Alcina, the rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Will said Jada, his wife of 23 years, quote, never believed in con- conventional marriage. Jada had family members that had an unconventional relationship, so she grew up in a way that was very different than how I grew up. There were significant, endless discussions about what is relational perfection, what is the perfect way to interact as a couple. As for the large part of our relationship, monogamy was what we chose, not thinking of monogamy as the only relational perfection. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what? Perfection in your relationship, meaning wait, mon- wait, Shirley. Uh, what? Mon- what? I know. Don't what? get to it. Uh huh. Come on, Steve. What? You want me to read it again? Perfection. What are these made up ass words, man? Y'all yeah. tripping. Well, entanglement was made up. Y'all, well. but perfection. What is a what is? What, give me the quote again. Relational perfection. Relational perfection. perfection. Entanglement. What is that? The What's hell that? are y'all talking about? Right. Why are we talking about it? Oh, <laughs> because you know, it it, it's 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 news right now. He did this GQ article, so it's news. What is up with all these confessions? <laughs> Let me tell you, you what else he Everybody said. talking about stuff that they yeah. did. Go sit your ass down somewhere. 
<laughs> While you all in the news talking about what you did, go sit your ass down somewhere and stop with all these confessions. Not <laughs> Usher confessions. That ain't even Usher confession. That's Roscoe Wallace confession. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Sitting well, in line talking about crying or everything you did would have produced some dying. I'm just so tired of all these here confessions. <laughs> I, I don't understand this, man. though, man. Yeah, You ain't well, got to tell all your damn business. You Everything. just don't. You just don't, man. Mm-hmm. Will can do this. He got a lot of money. Him and JD, they got money. You, your money, you ain't got nothing to survive this. Ain't nobody jumping on this bandwagon right here. Well, well, no. Will, Will understands this. that. He did. He went on to say that I don't suggest our road for anybody, but the experiences, the freedoms that we have given one another and the unconditional support to me is the highest definition of love. Hell what? No. What? Hell no. <laughs> Wait, hold up. You don't know let, how to let, do this. Hold up. Let's back up. You're right. My apologies. I don't know what the hell they talking about. I don't know why the hell I'm trying to fix it and make some guys. My bad. I'm out of this right here. Me and Marjorie, we ain't doing none of this. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And at 49 minutes after, we will also hear from our fearless leader, our captain, Steve Harvey, with his closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are at the last break of the day on this Wednesday hump day. Boy, what a day. Are you okay? Learned a lot today. Yeah. yeah. A lot about truth. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm really struggling with my closing remarks today uh-huh, because... Just tell the truth. All right, here I go then. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know... <laughs> I don't normally do personal commentary on closing remarks. I guess I do. But I just want to say to everybody, sometimes the best policy is to shut your damn mouth. I don't know what it is in our society today that's got everybody thinking that they just got to be open, sharing, letting it out, being more transparent. Look, there's a difference between between being authentic and being transparent and being foolish. Hmm. I mean, look, man, I wish everybody would just take a little bit more time and consideration and weigh out while you're sharing all your private information with everybody. Think of the impact sometimes that it leaves. You know, look, man, I guess we're all are responsible for being a remote, oh, excuse me, we're all responsible for being a role model to somebody. All of us are. I don't know anybody who's, who's exempt from that. Now, you can say you don't want to be a role model, but all of us have a role to play in somebody's life. It doesn't, you don't have to be famous or an athlete to be a role model. Somebody's patterning themselves after you. Somebody younger is looking up at you. Well, if that's the case, then we do all have a sense of responsibility to kind of monitor the things we say. Now, look, are we all going to make mistakes? Of course. Are we all going to say some things we wish we could take back? I'm 
pretty sure. I've done it myself over and over and over again. I can't count the things I wish I could get a re- redo in, but you can. But sometimes, man, when you're talking and you're sharing, you just gotta be understanding, man, of who your audience is. There's somebody, man, that's listening that's impressionable. You know, if you got a wild lifestyle, it's your business, it's your choice. You get the right to do what you ever wanna do. But you ain't gotta tell everybody. You ain't ain't got to tell everybody. Everybody ain't got to go along with it. Everybody ain't got to be cool with what you said. I just happen to be that person sometimes. In this political correct society that we live in, I get sick and tired sometimes of having to be so politically correct in terms of, because you know what a lot of people uh, call political correctness, is if I have a viewpoint and I share it with you, you have to agree with my viewpoint or else you're politically incorrect. I'm sorry, I ain't on that bandwagon no damn more. Take me off of that bandwagon. That's not political correctness. That's agreeing with your view and I don't have to agree with your view. I got something else for you. I ain't got to like your view. I got another thing for you. I don't have to accept your view for me. It's fine for you. Go do you. But the moment you bring it over here to me, you are now subject to my view. What about my view? Why can't I say what I want to say about the statement you made? If your freedom is to be able to say what you want to say, ain't my freedom to be able to say what I want to say? Where my political correctness come in at? So you know what, y'all? I done decided I ain't going along with it no more. And you can call me politically incorrect if you want to. But Uncle Steve is through with this mess, man. You can't come over here and share your mess with me. And then when I share you mine, you got something to say about mine. What? Can't I say something about yours? (laughs) So here's my whole thing. Just shut your damn mouth sometimes. You ain't got to share everything you going through and everything you feeling. Because once you put it out there, it's out there. And it's now subject to our viewpoint. It's now subject to my viewpoint. And I'm sorry, man. We done took this. See, see, America's so free, this freedom of speech. But there's no freedom of return speech. Oh, you free to speak how you want to speak, but I ain't free to speak on it. Wait a minute. Excuse me. Are y'all doing what your forefathers have been doing with this Constitution? Are you writing it just for certain people? Because it showed on the plot of all of us. And political correctness has got to start being political correctness for everybody. And that's including the people who don't have to agree with what you said. That don't make us politically incorrect. You put it out there. So my suggestion from now on, shut your damn mouth. Stop sharing with me your views on marriage. Stop sharing with me your views on relationship. And then when I say my view on it, now all of a sudden I'm wrong for not agreeing with you. Well, I don't. Uncle Steve don't agree no damn more. And that's the way I'm doing political correctness from now on. That my view is my political choice, just like yours is your political choice. So I'm cool with it. So now, if you don't want mine, 
Don't share with me yours. But if you share with me yours, please be open to mine because mine is just as valid as yours, is it not? Welcome to America. Uncle Steve signing off today. Y'all have a great day today. And shut your damn for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 